You're listening to Live Wild Radio, the part-time adventure podcast. Join us as we explore how outdoor adventures build mind, body, and spirit. And we'd like to thank today's sponsor, Great Lakes Gearia. It's where we've gotten all of our kettlebells. Uh, we've got our pull-up bar, uh, and you can get dumbbells and all that type of stuff. They're a Canadian company that does... Um, you know, really well-made um, uh, cast iron kettlebells, but they also do competition bells now. So great company, uh, you know, a lot of fun to work with. Um, we've been using their gear for years. Um, pretty much our entire gym <laughs> is great, like Zgiri equipment. Um, so very rugged uh, and stands up to me sweating all over it, never rusted. Um, so that powder coat finish is... Uh, uh, standing up quite well on all of our kettlebells. And the great thing is, as a listener of this podcast, if you go to greatlakesgearia.com um, and use promo code LIVEWILD at checkout, you get 10% off. Um, and that ain't nothing, because if you're buying a whole bunch of you know gym equipment or squat rack or uh, kettlebells, uh, that can get uh, to be a bit of money. Um, a very wise investment. It's a great investment in yourself. That's sort of the way we look at it. But, you know, we've got thousands of dollars of, uh, you know, weights in the basement um, and being able to save on them because we had to pay full retail because uh, <laughs> we can't use our own promo code. Kind of a bummer, huh? Um, but yes, if you use promo code LiveWild at checkout at greatlegsgear.com, save 10% and get some great exercise equipment uh, and kettlebells to do the workouts you're going to hear about in the episodes. So, yeah. Thank you guys for both listening and thanks Great Lakes Gearia for sponsoring the show. So here's one of the interesting things we run into when we come back to Little Wild Radio is that uh, episodes are not released in order. So the last episode, Catherine was on. But it's been over a month since she recorded an episode with me. Uh, so welcome back, beautiful. Hello. Um, even though she's been in the house. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. You were away on a business trip when I recorded. A couple, yeah. Well, yeah. Boston, New York, and then Toronto. Yeah. So you've been away when I've been recording. Yes. Um, you know, making the moolah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, and so we are going to talk today about something that's... Near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um, and as a coach and a personal trainer myself, is one of the biggest hurdles I have to deal with. Right. With clients. And I'm a great test case. Yes. Because motivation is not my thing when it comes to working out strength training uh i'm all about the feels yeah well here here let's let's define what is motivation motivation is doing something when you feel like it yeah it's having the feels and the gusto yeah right yeah so fundamentally and and we'll we'll be back and forth on this but i think uh in the beginning you might be inspired by something. You see like a cool like TikTok video of, you know, somebody transforming themselves, you know, one of those time lapses to go from like out of shape and overweight to, you know, like a bikini competition or something like that. Um, oops. <laughs> Catherine's got so much shit on the table that I'm not going to. Is water spilling on the floor? I don't know. Uh, and I'm not going to check. Um 
How's it doing? I can't tell. Yeah. Well, manage your stuff. Um, you know, you, you have that thing that takes you, that inspires you to take your first step, right? Could be the doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying, uh, this doesn't look good, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, it's it's the, once you've decided to take a first step, how do you take the step and then how do you stay stepping? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I keep you on your toes. So with this idea of online coaching, I keep talking to you about the motivation because I think it's a real thing. Uh, I don't think it's just a feminine thing. I think it's a guy thing too. I think it's a person thing. Oh yeah. Because people wouldn't be out of shape if they had no, if they had discipline. Yeah. (laughs) So nobody would need me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so I think that it's, it's definitely, you know, there, there's, a lot of tips about how to look at it and how to manage it. So I guess where I'll start with my story is just that I, so I, a year and a half ago, I'm glad that I tasted what it felt like to be my lowest weight in a long time. I was 168. Yeah, basically right? high school weight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, if not, yeah, high school weight. And, uh, and actually fitter. Yeah. Because I had good muscle and you could see it especially as you're washing your hands it's not yep. even like you're trying you're you're because i'm very i'm leaner on top than i'm bottom so it's like i'm a size <laughs> zero uh i was wearing small shirts right yep. um to the point or, where or, or as us fellas call it extra medium oh is it because you were, you were always like you know <laughs> because you had muscles and they were visible yeah. You'd wear snug t-shirts, right? Because you didn't have a belly, you know. I didn't. The, the shoulders, you, you wanted stuff that accentuated those delts. Oh, right. Yeah. If know. anything, I actually felt it. And you'll, think, you'll be like, what? It was actually annoying how much my muscles were popping and rippling and as I just washed my hands. Because I'd wear a lot of... But why, why did... Like, uh, let's get to the... <sighs> why did that annoy you? I wasn't used to it. Like, it looked cool, yeah. but... It almost felt like if I was like at work or something, like I was showing off or something. Like it just just by moving. I know, but it but I wasn't even trying. That's what I mean. But that's right? the thing when you're in shape, it yeah. shows. I know. Anyways, it felt really good. Yeah. Um, I will say that I moved differently. It was mm-hmm. really weird. You, you talk about walking around like a panther. I I felt it almost was very interesting. It was almost like my shoulders were like concave in. Well, then that's Maybe something we should have worked <laughs> that's on. bad posture. <laughs> no, but it, there was a... a the good posture is walking titties out. I know, but I had no titties when I was <laughs> <laughs> which was sucked. <laughs> I had the boobs that I have now because I'm what? I'm 68, um, almost 25 pounds heavier. And so this is, you know, uh, I can't have any You more. can't do math. Well, 30 pounds, actually. Yeah, yeah okay. From 68. Yeah, yeah so one, I'm 198 right now. Yeah. Um, which is not good. So it's a lot in one year and, uh, I had a rough year, but that's no more excuses anymore anyways. Um, and so, you know, definitely as far as my strength of how much of it have I lost, I don't know a little bit. Well, it's cause you don't work hard, so you have no idea. <laughs> I like to keep some in the tank <laughs> well, as and- I like to put it, but I, obviously I gained fat. Is yeah. what happened. So, um, and yes, you can lose a lot of that through nutrition, but um, strength training is really important, especially for my knees and 
because um, with the rapid gain, weight gain, and then uh, less in steps, like mm-hmm. less steps, it really impacted my knee. So I started to take, you know, I had to take my first cortisone shot for my knee because um, I'm in the stage of pain management for my knees because they're bone on bone and I'll need re- knee replacements, but I'm 48, I'm too young. So as much as we can put that off. So anyway, strength training continues to be important. But um, yeah, so what gets me motivated to get back working out again? And first it started off with I, I couldn't walk more than 10 minutes without even a cane mm-hmm. because my knees were so bad. And then we did the cortisone injection and that was a, a blessing. Yeah. But you know that's not going to last. It's like five, six months and then I'll have to do it again soon. But um, got on the bike. That was really important. But um you know, summer came and, uh, I think for me, you know, it's finding something that you love mm-hmm. and if you can, I didn't jump right into the strength training cause I actually don't like it, especially, um, when you're not, you haven't done it in a while and I'm doing a real, I'm, I'm doing a real good job not getting people <laughs> into this, I can tell. But what I'm trying to say is that did change, um, because I started cycling and I found something. I know I love cycling. I feel like a kid. I feel so free. My knees feel great. I don't feel uh, as bad as I do sometimes walking. Um, and it's just, and you burn a lot of calories. It's mm-hmm. just pure fun. It's very meditative. So, and I, I find that's something that people say over and over again is find something you like, right? Because especially in the summertime, you want to get outdoors if mm-hmm. that's most people do whether it's play ball, volleyball, whatever, whatever it is for you. Right. Um, but the strength training is still important. And I think what was really motivational for me is I went and saw the physiotherapist to get some training for my knees and she gave me some pretty hard stuff. Um, saw that my, my glutes and my quads were, uh, un, imbalanced. Mm -hmm. Very funny because one knee, you know, one leg was stronger and the other one you know, it was the the quad on the one was strong and the glute on the other was stronger. It's kind of interesting. You think it would be all on one leg, but it's not. Um, and so she gave me a lot of one-legged movements mm. from one-legged... Um, Romanian deadlifts. Romanian deadlifts. And I... So that's a great balance one, especially mm. if you're deficient on one side, especially. Um, and then I did the... Uh, one-legged squat and the way you do that is you put one knee on a wall so you lean against the wall and you squat um, so that's another great balance one and then the one-legged holding on to a post but putting all your weight it's basically doing a skater squat with yeah support yeah but really it's uh, you, you push down on your heel and so those are really hard <clears throat> advanced exercises but you know after about a week of doing them, I saw some rapid gains. Mm -hmm. So that's the best part about when you're first working out, regardless of what you do is the, uh, the newbie gains, which is phenomenal and and fantastic because you start to realize, Oh wow, this is great. It really is doing something for me. And then as I started walking downstairs, it wouldn't hurt as much, but it was hurting. Um, so I think, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. Um, but, for me, what always works is also having your your workout buddy. So in my case, I have two, and I and I knew this about myself before that I'm not the disciplined person to just go into the basement and work out. Although I've done it sometimes, 
but um, it's not the same. It's not as easy for me. So for the cycling, I actually get up <clears throat> at uh, 5.15 in the morning, generally two, three times a week. I go with uh, another mom and we meet up at six. So I have my coffee in hand. I've had that. It's, it's just a nice way to start the day. And I wouldn't do it on my own. As much as I love cycling, I wouldn't get up that early. But because it's in the morning, it's quiet, it's fresh, the sun rises, you know, the sun, the sun is rising. Um, we generally go out for about an hour, you know, and, and get a good run. So that is a additional exercise that I do in the morning when it's cooler versus at lunch. And I used to enjoy doing it at lunch, but I haven't been going lately. So let's just, just say that I'm going consistently with mm-hmm. her yep. and she's faster than me. Yep. So I'm chasing her. Um, although, um, on my, on the same bike that I was chasing her with, um, it turned around or flipped. So now she's chasing me at times. Mm. Um, but I also have a better bike, so there's no excuses for that. Um, but then I also have Ryan coming over three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and we work out. Mm-hmm. We do a different workout. It's We hardly even talk to each other. <laughs> it's just like, yo, let's go and do it. And, you know, in and out, done. Um, but it's done. And we give each other a high five and we're grunting and we're swearing, but it's getting done, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I find that is very helpful you know, but it comes also down to, you know, some other key things that have worked for me and I think work for others is just putting it in your schedule. First of all, having a schedule when you're going to do stuff, yep. finding other ways to make sure it happens by either having people come over, you know, planning the night before. Like I remember one day I thought I had it all dialed in. I couldn't, I didn't know where my shit was. I was going up and down the stairs and of course my knees were bugging me already. So my watch wasn't charged. So all that made it a miserable morning. Mm. You know, that I asked her if I could have another 10 minutes before I came over because I wanted to get my fucking coffee, (laughs) you know, to at least make it more of a ritual. And I think when you ritualize these things, like when you make it something super enjoyable, and it could even be an easy start to the day also as putting on a podcast that you enjoy and going for a walk with your coffee in the morning Mm -hmm. if you hate walking. Because I know that's another thing. I don't like walking, you know, so... But if I do it at a certain time of the day when it's not so hot with my coffee and my podcast and it's super relaxing, mm-hmm. I'll go. Yeah. Um, so, so the planning is really important, having things laid out in advance. So it makes it easier. Yeah. <clears throat> I know that was one of the tips in your online coaching app, yeah. right? Um, so planning... You know, if, it, if it's a gym that you're going to, make sure you take a route that you see your gym so there's no excuses. Um, commit to it and just do it. And I find that when you have everything laid out and you just show up, it's so much easier because yeah. you don't have to think about it. That's the part. Sometimes if you let yourself be distracted, right, with having to figure things out, then it can throw a monkey wrench into your plans. Yeah, because most... Not most, but but uh, um, I'll even say a majority of people. The slightest roadblock in the beginning until it's a habit, right? But even, like, you've been training for years. Yes. And it still is a problem for you. So here's the change. We moved in together. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Because I, you know, knowing that you, you know, I've trained with you in the past and had to pay you. Yeah, at your that was bike shop. years ago. Yeah, before right. we were a couple. Yeah, because it was professional. Yeah, 
hey, we were married. There's none of that on, you know. Anyway, Not to each other. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I showed up. And it was, it was amazing training. And Mm. so I knew when I reconnected with you and we weren't dating or anything, I think we were just, I can't remember. Anyways. You just said, Hey, do you want somebody to work out with? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that I could do it with you for free. Yeah. Like I wasn't fucking that up. There's no fucking way I'm there. Yeah. Like I'm putting my kids in daycare. I mean, I made money off of that membership for the amount of times those kids were, I paid like 20 bucks a month yeah, and I had my kids in there in daycare like three days a week, oh, like two of them. Yeah. The point was they didn't make money off me anyways. But it, plus I'm working out with you. Mm-hmm. Like who, the you know, who knew what, how to do it. And so why wouldn't I be your best workout partner? Like ever. We did yeah. that for years. Then you made um, great progress. I did. I got strong. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, when I lost the weight, uh, that was the keto thing. That was a challenge thing. And it was just, um, you know what made it very successful were a couple of things. I was fasting mm-hmm. that I did on a regular basis. That, but And, and I, I started dog walking. Mm-hmm. And I will say the house, and this isn't much of an excuse, but it's, I've noticed this, like your environment can be more conducive to your feels and motivation. Like the old house we lived at, that neighborhood, I loved walking there because of the way um, the lawns were so long. Everybody's out there, everybody's out there with their dog. There's lots of stop and talking. I'm, I'm social, mm-hmm. right? So I'm a chatty Kathy and stop and talk to people. So it, made me want to go out and mm. walk and experience that every day, especially during COVID when you couldn't see people really. Mm. Whereas where I am now in this newer subdivision, there's hardly anybody out. Nobody connects. Right. So I'm less interested to just walk and not, con- you know, connect with people. So whereas I always have my earbuds in, uh, and you know, I don't want fucking people talking to me. <laughs> you know so maybe it's better for you yeah like if i'm dragging my tire if i'm if I'm, even if i'm just going for like a fast walk just to get some steps in yeah no the other place had very nice mature tree shady areas on a hot day you know like it yeah, was just but, but we also have a trail right along the river and you know uh i found walking around here you know you got all these little trails and yeah yeah I liked it there better. Okay. Just saying. Um, I will say, interestingly enough, because with the dog sitting, I wouldn't just send the dogs into the back um, to go pee. I'd go for a walk more often than I do here. Here it's so easy because the patio door is right off the kitchen. So it's just, especially if you're glued to your computer or your screen, and mm-hmm. it's just easier to do that than go out for a walk. So I know, and if you don't time it right on hot days, like here it's not as shaded as it is there. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's just these little things that do add up. I'm not trying to make excuses, but um, I did walk more there and I worked out and I fasted and I was not... The gym was on the ground floor. Oh, that was huge, actually. That was huge for me. I love, see, I like daylight. Mm-hmm. And you talking about putting a gym in the basement, I wasn't thrilled about that at all. And what made the change and made it better was the TV down there. Because I like to be distracted, right? Don't like what I'm doing. <laughs> Don't want to just be staring at dark walls. That's not me. 
Um, and and at the place that we had it, we literally had it in our living room. In front it of was the a bay twelve window. by ten. Yeah, and and the light, and the fact that it was behind me as people were talking to me from the kitchen on my Zoom calls, you could see it. Mm-hmm. So it was a conversation thing, but it was always there. Mm-hmm. It was in my face, and even at the apartment that I, the other apartment I had, like it was crowded in our. You know, we had the trainer in the kitchen, in the dining area mm-hmm. by the table. It's kind of ridiculous, actually, but became part of the house. Yeah. And it was just there. So that actually makes a difference for me. Like, I think if the pull-up bar was up here, mm-hmm. I'd use it more. I don't know why, but I did there. Whereas the pull-up bar is literally in my office. Yeah. So I use it all the time. <laughs> so, you know, I probably have, like, those office interior people, like, you know, cheering me on saying, yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Because I, and I do believe your environment yeah. can affect, you know. Well, do, you, do you want me to put a pull-up bar up here somewhere? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe consider that. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. But yeah. I, especially. I can, I can find somewhere that, you know, has got the studs and I can put it in. So, I just look back then and now and I just remember how, <clears throat> I'm, I'm glad that I experienced what it was like to be in that body. Mm-hmm. And how agile after doing the 10,000 kettlebell swing challenge I was when I hopped on a bike because it was spring. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, and I naturally was always out of the saddle going up hills. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? Just what you do. You're stronger and faster. You just more agile. Mm-hmm. You just naturally, well, it's, it's... you just naturally do it. Mm-hmm. Your body wants to go further than your mind can take it. Right. So you're just like, oh, and, um, so I'm glad I experienced that because that's something to work back towards, right? Yeah. Um, but certainly managing your environment is key. I know it's not motivation, but it makes it easier Yeah, because like, when you go to do it. But like I said, motivation is just doing it when you feel like it. I'm motivated. It means I feel like it, right? The key to success over time is combining the times you're motivated with the times you have to be disciplined. Like today, I don't want to work out or yesterday, you can tell. Like yeah. I, went, I went riding for an hour and a half. But you enjoyed that. I enjoy that. You know. Um, yeah, like with you, because, and here's why when we talk about strength training, why it's so important. Like people think, oh, well, you got your cardio in, that's good. Cardio, um, obviously, has some benefits as far as like cardiovascular health and and burning calories and what have you, but it doesn't last, right? No. Once a cardio workout's done, it's done. And after a week of not, say, cycling, you notice the... Yeah, it decreases very quickly. But more importantly, you also run into the thing where if you build muscle, right, it will burn more calories all the time. Whereas you do a session of cardio, you maybe burned an extra 400 calories. That's it, right? 400 calories. You put that on your ledger book. Whereas think of building muscle as compound interest, as an investment, right? Because you'll run into the thing where it will burn you some more calories tomorrow. And then it will burn you more calories the day after. And it will burn you the more calories the day after, right? So this is why you need both, Really, you need the five pillars. Um, <laughs> if you listen to our Turning Back the Clock episode, yeah. go to our website and uh, sign up for our newsletter and receive our handy-dandy uh, 
uh, turning back the clock ebook on it's how really to good. how to yeah, use yeah because it has not just what uh, the recommended you know what you should start off with but what is optimal yeah and it's you the, have sort of the minimum and then the take- optimal yeah you have some takeaways on what people the actual can. figures and numbers and how tos yeah and what's well because that's my whole idea with this is that uh, fitness is far too complicated um, it's been made complicated because. Uh, the industry inherently is broken um, because they misunderstand. They think that if they simplify it so it's very easy for you to do, you won't need them, right? Um, And it's actually been a benefit to me as a coach because we focus on the basics, right? It's I don't want to do more than what you need to. Yeah, but but the fact (laughs) is is that you know, by focusing on the basics, you actually get the most results, right? You know, uh, whereas, you know, when people are all obsessed with like, you know, what angle to do a bicep curl at to hit the inner or the outer head of your bicep, who gives a fuck, right? But the, but I'm seeing all that kind of shit come from, if you want, you know, um, a fully developed bicep. You have to do these four exercises. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck off. <laughs> no, you don't. Like unless you're like a competitive bodybuilder, you don't. Mm-hmm. You do some chin ups, right? Or do some pull ups on gymnastics rings because they rotate in. You torture biceps. The boom. You do those for years. Like gymnasts aren't doing seven different levels of bicep curl. You know, doing the preacher curls and their incline curls and their Zotman curls and their hammer curls and their this curls and their that curls for their full bicep development. No, they swing around on bars, right? They've got the high bar and gymnastics rings. And nobody would ever look at a gymnast's arms and go, ah, but it's just that that outer bicep development, just ah, it's just underdeveloped, <laughs> right? <laughs> but this is the kind of bullshit that we deal with in, you know, fitness influencers, uh, like I see so much of this nonsense, right? If you get really good, you know, strong with adequate volume of pushing exercises like push-ups, dips, overhead presses, uh, you know, pulling exercises like pull-ups, chin-ups, rows, uh, squatting exercises, Goblet squats, split lunges, rear foot elevated split squats, front squats, back squats, you know, all of the squats, <laughs> hip hinging, deadlifting, kettlebell swings, hip thrusts, uh, and, you know, core and carry exercises. So suitcase carries, ab wheel, hanging leg raises. You basically, if you were to take just one from each category, do three to five sets, you know, uh, with a load that gets you close to failure. Do that three times a week. Mm-hmm. You will grow muscle. You will get stronger, you know, and the whole idea is over time, use more weight or do more reps or, you know, something that's progressing you. Do a harder version of it. Um, that will give you 90% of all the physical development you would ever need. You'll grow some muscle. You'll get stronger. Your bones will be stronger. You'll have better insulin um, sensitivity, so it'll reduce risks of metabolic diseases. Uh, you know, obviously, it gives you more joint support. 
So this idea that shit needs to be complicated, right? You know, like if people just treat it like a job, right? And, you know, this is sort of just a different way of looking at it. Sure. Um, is you put it in your schedule, you show up, you punch the clock. You- yeah, because, you know, once you get started, right, a lot of, the, and this is what I love about the workouts you give me, <laughs> is uh because i'm lazy um i don't like that feeling of somebody's like kicked you in the gut and and you feel it for days whatever like i i don't like that at all in a Mm -hmm. workout and so generally what you give me is work you know some of it it's not some of it can be a little bit somewhat hard but it's just work yeah so when you do it I always love it when you couple, I don't know if you deliberately do this, I don't think you do, but you, you, you give me two, I, my workouts are 16 minutes. It's like super minimal. I'm supposed to do it six days a week. I usually do it four right now. And I also do another 15 minute workout for my physio, which is truly a workout. It's that one-legged stuff I had mentioned. Mm-hmm. And it probably burns more of my muscles than what you give me. But putting the two together, it's it's really amazing. So... When you give me something and I hate, I hate goblet squats because just the way my knees feel right, generally speaking, and don't want to do it. Don't want to bend my knees if I don't have to. Um, And then the other thing that I have with that is body rows. Mm -hmm. Well, that's easy. Or if I do um, Turkish get-ups and carries, well, the carries are easy for me, Mm -hmm. right? So I generally have one harder exercise. Although although the carries are the one you grunt more on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but it's heavier. But it's just pick up a weight in one hand and walk with it. It's not hard, you know. Anything I I don't like getting, which is why I need to do them. Like anything that involves me bending my knees, getting up, down, you know, like yeah, you know, the stuff that uh, as we get older becomes harder, like getting off the floor. Yeah, and it's just the feeling of inflammation in my knees mm-hmm. that bugs the shit out of me. But as you do it, you get better. Yeah. So I will do it. Um, but that stuff generally I don't like. So I like how my workouts generally have something easier <laughs> and something harder that yeah. I don't like, but it's not so bad, you know? So that's how I mentally talk to myself. Okay, we'll do one, do the other, do one, do the other. And I actually do the weighted carries. Like generally one set is one arm and then you wait for the rest of the EMOM to be over. You rest and mm-hmm. then you start again. I just do them back to back. Yeah, why not? Because I can. Mm-hmm. And then I get more time to rest to do the thing I don't like. Yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> so it's a mental game. As with long me. as you got the work in, I don't care how you do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I think that um, once you get started, it's usually easier. You just play, you know, whether it's putting on music, putting on some gangster rap that usually I like to put on death metal or whatever yeah. it is that's hard and I'll never listen to outside the gym. <laughs> <laughs> But it gets me through it, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, I made some big progress. And I was looking at my stats the other day of when I lost the weight. And yeah, I lost a little bit of weight from the keto diet. But also, it was really the 10,000 kettlebell swing challenge. It was just a little bit. It wasn't a lot. What, the swing challenge? Yeah. Well, you dropped 12 pounds in a, four weeks. Yeah. But then after that, I dropped another 15 pounds Yeah. very quickly. And I think what it was, it was the accumulation between the cycling, like all the cycling, the ability, my, my fitness was at such a point that you could actually burn a lot of calories. I could do a lot of things and not be tired. Yeah. We'd built your work capacity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I could walk. Oh, and I noticed, uh, this is just a slight aside, but when we're talking about work capacity, um, I did a social media post 
asking people over 40 Gen Xers, which would qualify as you, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, what their biggest, uh, you know, fitness goal is. Yeah. And you haven't put yours in yet. You did? Yeah. I didn't see that. You know, I've been posting like a motherfucker, I'm right? Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you know. Please <laughs> acknowledge. Yeah. Um, um and th- this is one of those things, like, because I want people to, like, have concrete goals. Uh, yeah. Now, mine I put in is increased work capacity, and I could I could have put specific amounts that I wanted to be able to do, but, um, but you know, but it's that thing of, like, okay, what's your goal? Because when you have, like, a, a goal, not just a, like, and, and a goal should be that smart, you know, specific, measurable, yeah. blah, blah, achievable, um, but... Also, it's one of those things. It it should be something you truly care about. Right? Yeah, I want to lose my weight. You That's know what I want to do. But then why? Why? Because of my knees, and I want to gain my confidence. Back. Yes, but that's it. That's exactly it. And this <laughs> is the thing. Exactly why. This is the thing for all of you out there. Is that if you can get the underlying, right? It's like oh, I want to lose weight and get in shape. Okay, that's what everybody wants. Okay, right? Like that's why do you want that? Get underneath. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean... I want to look good in my we, underpants we, we, again. Yeah. I want my wife to look at me, you know, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, right? There's nothing wrong with that. I remember the muscles in my back. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really realize they were there until people commented and I looked in the mirror. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Makes, you know, wanting to put a mirror in your room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but the fact is not that I did, but I'm just well, saying you did <laughs> not at this place Well, we have one, but it's not lined up right. Anyway, um, you know, but, but the fact is, is like when I lost weight, your, uh, approach to me did change a little bit. Okay. You know, you're like, Oh, you're looking good. <laughs> like, and you know, basic is one of those things where it's not like you ever told me I looked bad. Yeah. Right. You know, our relationship has multiple layers. No, you definitely layers. look good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but but that that's just the thing. Figure out that thing that you want. Right. Deep down, you don't have to tell anybody. You know. Yeah. yeah. But like in so many of uh, like my posts, sort of promoting what we're doing, like the coaching training. You know, because in a sense, it, it's got two different things. There's the hey, you can pay me to be your coach. It's a business. There's no way around it. We got to eat. Um, but the fact is, is with the information I'm putting out, right? If you're half decent at collating information, <laughs> you can do it yourself. For free. You can do it yourself for free with all the shit I'm putting and out. And you should. Right. Yeah. Like, so my thing is, is like, would I love you to be a client? You know, if, if it's a good fit? Yes, of course I would. Right. It's business, you know, but you know, if you're able to take the, the, the information I'm putting out yeah. and put it into action. Just do it. So that you actually achieve that thing you want, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, and let's be completely honest. Like as people who are in their quote unquote middle age, we walk around, we're, we're uh, generally speaking not seen anymore, not seen as sexy, <laughs> you know, not seen as, uh, you know, as like mm, viable. Uh, when you talk about like work, 
uh, you know, is one of those things. We have the experience. But the fact is, is that at some point you're going to come up against somebody who's young and hungry. Yeah. And they're just going to wear you down. Well, it was interesting. When I was going to New York, um, I didn't have clothes that fit me the way I wanted them to. And I felt comfortable. Right. And I remember thinking to my head is, I'm buying confidence. That's exactly what I'm doing here. I am mm-hmm. going out to buy some clothes that I feel good in and feel confident in yeah. so I can do my work and do it well. Yeah. And not think about, you know, think I look pretty good, you know. Um, that's exactly what it is. And it's um, it's interesting that it from that perspective, I don't know if you call that vanity or if you call that just self-esteem or whatever it is, but... Um, you just feel, yeah, you just feel so much better physically and energy, you yeah. know. You like they're all, they're all interconnected. Like basically it's one of these things. Like let's get past any of this bullshit of like, you know, uh, that being like seeing ourselves as being overweight and not liking it. We, we're fat phobic, right? Um, here's the reality of it. Um, part of the reason we admire people who are in shape, right? And we see them and we don't even like process it or think it through, right? But, but we admire them is because it takes work. It takes discipline. It takes delaying gratification, right? You can't be eating everything you want. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not talking like ripped fitness models. We're just talking in shape, Right. Um, all of these different things, like the reason we admire it is because it's hard to get, right? You know, with all of our programs and everything, we're doing everything we can to simplify it. But it still doesn't mean that you're not going to do work to get there, mm-hmm. right? There's times you want cookies, you eat some... Substitute. Gr- you eat Greek yogurt with blueberries and protein powder. Mm-hmm. Right, because one will do a lot for you know your health and physique. The other one will do well. It'll still do a lot, just not what you want, right? And and here's the thing: it's like we admire the people who have put the work in because hard work is admirable, right? When we look at ourselves, and it's certainly accomplishment. A lot of people don't have the muscles that you have or what I had a yeah. year ago. Well, and I know it's there. I just mm-hmm. got to get the... Uh, you got to show them. They're hiding. They're hiding. Um, yeah. Because it... And it's one of those things. Quite honestly, the times in my life that I've gotten fat um, was easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't train as much as I should and I ate more calories than I needed and I gave in to temptations way more than I should have. Right. So it's one of those things like if we not to get into a religious thing because I'm definitely not a religious person, but there's a reason why like sloth, which is laziness and gluttony are part of the seven deadly sins, (laughs) right? Um, You know, like hard work and discipline aren't (laughs) because one will tend to give you the outcomes you desire, right? The other gives you a momentary dopamine hit, right? Eating junk food, um, you know, not getting out for exercise. Like exercise does make you feel better, but you actually have to actually go do it. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's one of these things. Where there's a reason why when somebody gets what we would call you know fat and out of shape, we don't admire them because it's easy to get there, right? The people who did get in shape, we admire them because it took hard work. Well, they have something that others, most people don't have. Which is? Confidence, energy, and really cool body physique. Yeah. You know, I was going to say discipline too. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but that's just that's it. It's true. like, you know, so when, uh, you know, like what you look like isn't the only thing. But let's be honest, humans are humans. We judge people on their appearances, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and and maybe there's some kumbaya world where everybody's just judged on their personality. But guess what? When I first meet somebody, I don't know what their fucking personality is, you know? But if somebody's got like a firm handshake, they're well put together. You want to talk to that person. They're, they're you know, in shape, mm-hmm. right? you run into the thing where they're just going to have a different energy, mm-hmm. you know, and they put some, there's some pride in their appearance. Like if they've just looked after their grooming and, and how they dress, mm-hmm. uh, if they, uh, you know, are obviously in shape, it shows discipline. It shows hardworking, you know, or like a, like a, a uh, you know, there's a number of, characteristics that we can usually surmise mm-hmm. from that right and when i hear anybody go ah oh, people just spending all their time in the gym just their vein they just want to look good maybe you know there are some people that are the only reason they do it is vanity mm-hmm. but being strong and in shape i always look at like any of the physical part of it like you know the what your physique looks like mm-hmm. that's just a side effect Right, and maybe it's just because I've been an athlete my whole life, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, form follows function. If you function well, you'll look good. You know, I don't do much of my training. Oh, I'm specifically trying to build, you know, these showy muscles. Right. You know, um, uh, you know, basically, you can. And the exercise is still good for you. <laughs> you know, if all you did was like bodybuilding type stuff that was, you know, to build muscle and just look good and aesthetic and you're pretty lean, as long as you're not on like tons of performance enhancing drugs, which have negative health consequences, you're going to look good. You're going to feel better. And guess what? You're probably healthier. <laughs> so if that's, you know, forget your personality if it's all about, you know, vanity, but but from a health standpoint, if that's what the person did, they're probably doing pretty good too, you know. Um, and you know, the reality is, it's like when you when you look good, when you feel good, when you have confidence, when you're physically capable, you just walk through the world differently. You sure do. You know. Yeah, I, re- I remember when I was that weight and that strong. I like I said to you a few times, like I feel like I move differently. Yeah. It was and, just weird. And that's where I say it's like it's like you went from moving, you know, like you moved to moving like a panther. 
it, 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 a it, roll it, it was to weird. It. it was like I could feel my muscles moving. Like yeah. I, I, everything I felt bounces. Like I, and... I just felt like everything was muscle. Yeah. That's what I felt like. I felt like I was walking muscle machine. <laughs> like seriously. But that's, was, what, well, that's what you should feel like. <coughs> it was very foreign to me. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, you didn't become an athlete, yeah. you know, like this, like a serious trainee until you were over 40. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's like this is all new to you. It is, you know, feels great. Yeah. It felt good because I never wore short shorts ever, and I was wearing short shorts. Yeah. You know, like that that where I carry all my weight down below. Mm-hmm. You know, was a big. I wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah, I was walking around in sports bras like in the summertime. I'm like, I'm fucking hot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how everybody else is wearing a shirt because that's crazy, and I had less fat on me than. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that, it's the weirdest thing. Maybe it's because I, I must have had more muscle I do now. I don't know what it was, but I was hot all yeah. the time. Yeah. But when you're, I do notice that too. Like when I go for a ride, the days I go for a ride at night, because generally I used to run, my feet would be cold at night. Yeah. I'm warm. Yeah. Days because, I don't, my feet are freaking cold. Well, because anytime you've done something hard, your metabolism's revved up for a yeah. while afterwards. Oh, totally. Right? Like if you're cold all the time, the easiest way to fix that is fucking move more. Yeah. Right? And I don't just mean go for a walk. Like, do some hard shit. You know, pick up some rocks. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, pick up some rocks and carry them. You know? Like, everything. Let's let's get, like, old-timey strongman shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because if you think, like, that's a lot of what we do. We pick up stuff off the ground. We put it over our head. Uh, you know, we squat with stuff. We carry stuff. We move our body through space, like push-ups, pull-ups. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not particularly complicated. Uh, we should get Ryan on the show because, um, so Ryan's a good friend of ours who was kind of frumpy about what a a year ago. Yeah. He was getting a bit of a pot belly. Yeah. And, uh, young guy, I don't know. How old is he? Like 36? Yeah. Something like that. You know, and weighed over 200 some odd pounds. Anyways, I can't remember how much he's lost, but his body's totally changed. Yes, and he, he basically, he's the perfect example of just do exactly what I say yeah. consistently. That's it. He just does it. Yeah, it's like, not the, oh, can I do this or can I do that or blah, blah, blah. He's like, what am I supposed to do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he doesn't complain. No, but, he, but he's Although like, he appreciates the the... Simplicity. No, he he appreciates that, but he also appreciates us working out together. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was wondering if he was doing it for me for a while because he was all like trying to help me out. Like, come yeah. on, you got it. But I think, but then he's like, yeah, I got it done. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, well, and he told me, and I and I, I say this to everybody, to Darcy and him. I'm like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't do this. <laughs> and they're like the same thing. He goes, same thing. I'm like, really? You've been doing this for a while. It's like, no, no, it helps me too. Yeah, well, because the thing is, is like. especially because his workouts, right? They really are punch the clock kind of workouts. Yeah. Right. Are they super demanding? Uh, They basically his programs are periodized. Okay. So it starts eh, and every week gets progressively harder. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, But they're, they're, they're uh, auto regulated. So you just go again when you're ready to, you know, based on the heart rate. Um, you know, I don't have you doing that right now because you're lazy. Yeah. And you'll go, oh, well, I think I will get three sets in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> One every 10 minutes. That's perfect. Uh, I auto-regulated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know what, though? When I had that cycling um, interval session that you yeah. told me to do, I actually, in a couple of them, because I was fine, I went a little sooner. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, and I think that was okay. And other oh, yeah. ones, I went a little longer, whatever. Like, it was just, you know, and depending on where I was on the road, I was trying to make it. So I wasn't always going downhill yeah, or whatever. Sense, yeah. Or up a hill. I guess I could have done that anyway. But anyways, um, yeah. It's never as bad. Oh, I actually, I actually. Uh, there, it, it sometimes is worse. Well, yeah, I know. But when you gave that to me, I was so not happy. Yes, because Catherine, Catherine came to me and said, I'm going on a ride. What should I do? I said, oh, uh, do like 20 to 30 second sprints. Give yourself full recovery between them, riding easy. I'd like to see six to eight, you know, in in a ride. And he thinks I'm going to like jump up for glee. No, I'm not expecting you to go. I'm expecting you to go, okay, boss, I'll do it. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm expecting. You ask my professional opinion, which you're not paying for, but uh, my professional opinion, I give you a really productive workout. I did it. Yes, but your the whole thing was, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Well, then why did you ask me? <laughs> like, if you know, it's the thing of like... No, but you'd been talking about... It. I thought you were going off on this trend because the day before you're like, oh, I did all this research and I found out that you should be doing this. And I'm like, when he told me what to do, I'm like, oh, fuck off. I'm not doing that. I yeah, but it's want, easy. I don't want to do... Well, it didn't sound like it was going to be easy. Like, it was going to be 20 seconds of go hard, as hard as you can on the bike. Which I was thinking, like yeah, but first ten seconds you don't even notice. You don't, and then so I, you you basically and, and have consistently. Like, I went over twenty seconds yeah. because you're like, oh, I got to stop now. You know, but but that's the deal you run into, and this is what I love about those. Even if you went up to thirty, the first ten to fifteen seconds aren't that bad anyway, because it takes time for your body to produce the lactic acid. Mm. So at worst, it sucks for fifteen seconds, and yeah, you're catching your breath, and your legs still burn a bit after you eased up and you're recovering. But you're not pushing hard anymore. It's like a hundred percent effort hey, for twenty baby, to thirty I'm seconds. I'm a great test, uh, you know, a, a great test case or mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because it's the thing. I've always used these like for yeah. cyclists to train. But what was cool is, uh, you know, Catherine was talking about like a study is it actually is more effective at reducing visceral fat, which is the fat internally around your organs, which causes you like if you've got extra fat out on the surface, right, it might not be aesthetically appe- uh, uh, appealing, um, but it has no other than the extra load on your joints because you're just carrying excess weight. There's no negative health consequence to it, but the visceral fat that. You know, basically think of your fat stores as a bathtub. At a certain point, you've stored enough body fat um, that the bathtub overflows and now it's storing it internally around your organs. Visceral fat around your organs has a really, really high correlation to negative health outcomes, right? Liver disease, uh, you know, diabetes, heart attacks, like just a ton of bad shit. So... It was interesting because it turned out that, uh, you know, regular cardio and like zone two cardio and strength training reduced it a little bit, but these type of intervals reduced it the most. Okay. And they made you faster on your bike. Well, that's actually more motivating than you just telling me to go do it. Oh, well, that's why you come to this podcast so I (laughs) I can spew out the science and, you know. It basically, 
I guess it, 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 with anything, if you want like full explanations of why to do it, I can always give you full Col- explanations. You know. <laughs> so, and then there's the mitochondria. Um, you know, the power plant of the cells. Uh, <laughs> this is always the balancing act because it's like you get some people like Ryan yeah. is like, okay, what you do works. Just tell me what to do. I'll just do it. And then when I'm done doing what you told me to do, tell me to do more stuff. <laughs> like that fundamentally, and I like as a, as like, you know, basically somebody to coach. He's a perfect client. Well, it is because it's just like, it works. I'm stronger now. Look, but, but visually, look, I visibly. Got, look, I got muscles and less fat. I went rock climbing uh, outdoors, you know, and I'm giving him a weird voice, but, you know, I went rock climbing outdoors and had some time sort of fucking around trying to figure my way up something. That was okay. I could just do pull-ups with my arms. You know, it's like, and it's funny because he ran into the thing because he was not ever at risk of falling off. He's like, yeah, it actually got scary because I actually had time to look around and see how high I was. <laughs> that was funny. You know, whereas yeah. before I'm just hanging on. You just I'm go, not paying go. attention to it. Anyth- I'm just trying to get through it. Now yeah. it wasn't very hard. Now so you had now more I'm, time to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but this is that kind of thing where it's just that perfect example where I'd say his adherence rate um, is about 90%. Yeah. You know, there's the occasional workout missed because of being sick or what Because he works you. out, what, five days a week? Uh, so with him, his last cycle, he had uh, seven workouts a week. So three main strength training workouts and then three fingerboard sessions for rock climbing. Now, those are only 10 minutes long, mm-hmm. uh, but they're still sessions. Yeah. You know, so yeah, basically that plus cardio, <laughs> like some riding and which he doesn't do a lot of. You know, but then the, the thing is with the type of training he's doing, doesn't a, matter. He's there, getting it, it, he's getting cardio in his training with yeah. the imams. But when he first started, on average, how many days a week was he doing? When he started, it was four. Okay. And then we added in the fingerboard. And it's been about a year, hasn't it? Uh, no, well, October is when he started. October. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He made that much gain since October? Yeah. Holy shit. That's what happens. You do my programs consistently. They fucking work. So we got to get some photos out of him because that's pretty significant. Like he looks like, like that easily looks like a 40, 50 pound, maybe 40 pound transformation. Yeah. Whereas his weight's only down like about 12, 15 pounds. But because he lost fat and then built muscle. Oh, yeah. Like you he's know. got pecs, he's got shoulders, he's and he's his skin. waist is like, yeah, it just shrunk, yeah, you know. And ladies, he's single, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a search and rescue, <laughs> you know. Guy. But but also like a professional with a career, in yes. addition to you know, outstanding citizen. Yeah, we trust him with our lives. You we know. have, yeah. Climbing. So so. Uh, in addition to our <laughs> fitness podcast and uh, talk We're about adventures will be Ryan's dating service. Yeah. Uh, please uh, uh, send in your resumes with photos. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love that we're doing this. <laughs> we're gonna, I'm going to start a whole thing on the website. Just oh Ryan, my gosh. Ryan's dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put it, but we have to put out a post of him before and after. Yeah. Hey ladies, you want some of this? <laughs> 
that's awesome. All right. This and is then if you, if you want to see a before and after, because we talked about this, you know, in a recent episode, our turning back the clock. If you want to see my before and after. <laughs> God damn. I look like the first one I look like. Um, uh, Fred Flintstone? No, no. Uh, uh, to me, it almost looked like, like a weird ass mugshot. <laughs> right? Like my before picture, it was taken back at the apartment. Um, you know, 2021, yeah. I was like 25 pounds heavier. Okay. Um, you know, I'm there in my underpants <laughs> with my goofy glasses on, my outdoorsy glasses. Right. Right. My hair is a mess. <laughs> I literally looks like a mugshot. It's like, well, I got caught with the DUI in my underpants. <laughs> You know, it's basically kind of a mugshot you'd expect. I just should be holding that little thing out. You should have. You know, but but it's the kind of mugshot that you would have, like, you would expect somebody who, you know, got in a fight with the cops on the TV show Cops. <laughs> you ain't taking me, coppers. And I'm just <laughs> and fighting them in my underwear. <laughs> Where, you know, it's basically rolling around the front lawn. <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. So, so uh, that's where I went from, you know. Early pandemic, because, uh, you know, I put on a little bit of early pandemic weight. Did you? I didn't notice that. Uh, well, you know, because you wouldn't, like, see me in person. We would just walk down the street, across <laughs> the street from each other, having phone calls. You know, early pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You were a risk to me. Yeah. My family. You know. Uh, and now, when you know, when I look, it's like, I've gotten covid Twice from your dirty children. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. The second time was on for coming back from Mexico. What are you talking about? No, but it was a couple weeks later. No, it was not. It was directly, like immediately right after. It was? You suffered a memory lapse from that. Huh. Well, yeah. no, it's not a memory lapse. It's yeah, just... Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the first time... No, the first time I was at home. I got that at work, must have been. Yes. You know. Um, yeah, I've had it three times, though. So I went from, you know, early on uh, saying that uh, if I made it through COVID, like the whole pandemic without getting it, I was going to get myself an uh, undefeated world champion belt made. But I got it three times, so I'm just a loser. <laughs> <laughs> three strikes, you're out. Yeah. No world champion belt for me, at least for, you know, not getting COVID. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, hopefully you guys got some little bit idea of motivation, discipline, how to, I don't give a shit, you know, I have a whole bunch of tools in the toolbox on how we can do this, but I don't care whether you like to do it, although if you do like to do it, you're more likely to do it. It's like, think of this little formula. I want three sessions of cardio a week. These are just minimums, a lot of steps every day, two or three full body strength training workouts a week, do some stuff that on one leg, so you got to work on your balance. Right. And that could be in your training or it could be just fucking stand around when you're wait in line somewhere. Stand on one foot. Right. Do it with your eyes closed. That's even better. Then switch. Stand on your other foot. You know, people think you're weird. They'll give you wide space. <laughs> you know, it's like me dragging my tire, carrying my steel mace. Nobody fucks with me. It's like there's a weird barbarian guy, you know, with a mohawk. I'm just not going to fuck with him. <laughs> you know. Uh, but, but it's this kind of thing. It's like these little things done consistently when you eat, you know, in a, in a moderate way, right? So you're not getting excess calories. 
ideally getting a slight caloric deficit if the goal is fat loss. You just stick to these little principles consistently over time. Punch the clock, right? And think of it this way. Like aim for an A grade. That's 80%. Do 80% of your programmed workouts. Do an 80% effort when you do them. So, you know, if, if you could do 10 reps, do eight, right? Obviously, this is sort of a judgment call, you know, when you get there. But, like, if you put a solid 80% effort into every one of your sets, you're going to make progress. Maybe not as much as occasionally going, you know, 90 or 100%, but you're going to make good progress, right? You're eating. Eat healthy, you know, and if you're trying to lose fat, in a caloric deficit, 80% of the time, right? It's just basically all of these things that are 80%, if you can do them consistently, you're going to be making progress, right? And once you've got a habit of progress, then you can always crank it up to 85%. You can crank it up to 90. Maybe maybe you have a challenged yourself or do 100% for a month, right? But it's about consistency over time, not oh, I killed myself this workout and then you don't work out for the rest of the week. You know, it's basically uh, my analogy of moving the pile of sand. There is a mountain of sand. I give you a shovel and a wheelbarrow. You're not moving it in a day. That pile of sand is your gut, (laughs) right? You didn't get it overnight. You're not going to get rid of it overnight. But if you fill some wheelbarrows and move them, and fill that wheelbarrow again tomorrow and move it in a month, three months, six months, life-changing. And quite honestly, whenever you do a workout, you feel great. You sleep yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Right. And and just keep in mind, if motivation is something you struggle with, think about the things we talked about. Surround yourself with people who are like-minded, could work out with you, schedule it in your day, pre-plan everything out. Um, do find things that you love, try and make them rituals, you know, just do whatever the fuck you need to do to make it work. Put on that hard rock music, get some incense burning, whatever it is that you need to do. And then dig down deep and find that true essence of why it matters, right? Like you're, you're fat, you're tired, you're, you're out of shape. Okay. Why do you actually, what are you really going to get out of fixing that? Improving all of those things. You know, if you can find deep down, it's like, no, I want to be sexy again. Great one. If that motivates you, right? Like that, like truly keeps you going even when you don't want to go, right? It's like, no, I want to be around for my grandkids. Uh, you know, uh, man. I, I used to be, you know, a performer, but now I'm not. You know, whatever it happens to be, like find that like ember that you can stoke into a fire. Right? If you can figure out what that is, all of the other details almost take care of themselves. Right? Because you will be driven. You know? Um because there's a difference between being motivated and being driven. And if you have like a really deep, meaningful why you're doing this, you will find that you become annoying in how <laughs> regimented you are with it. Yeah. You know, it's like, nope, can't go to that thing because I got my workout to do. 
oh, nope, sorry, no family reunion. <laughs> you know, yeah. got my thing I got to do. Yeah. You know. But if you build your uh, friends around that or you find people that also do that, mm-hmm. well, that just surrounds yourself with, yeah. a, su- with a successful environment. So um, check out, if you haven't already, download the... Um, Turning Back the Clock ebook. Yep. We've had some friends look at it and implement some of it as well and got some value. So I'm sure you will too. And, and you're going to get all the value in the world because it's free. It is. It is. And it's, uh, you know, it's a really Winston's yes. best work, quite honestly. All the key tips are there. And if you just do that stuff, you will see results. Yep. And, um, and the, the idea behind turning back the clock, it's improving longevity via exercise. Yeah. Right. So uh, I cover my five pillars. Uh, which matters as we get older yeah yeah and then finally uh if you think you need want some more customized personalized coaching um definitely worth uh, reaching out to winston have a consultation with him and see if it's a right fit for you but, yeah because if you go to livewildradio.com backslash fitness coaching uh, which will be in the description below the podcast description yeah um you basically scroll through you can read our stuff um, and then we have a consultation form right at the bottom of that page. You scroll down, fill it out. I will get back in touch with you. And, uh, yeah. Dick. So work hard. Play dirty. Bye. Bye.